Welcome to an emergency episode of the Gulf.com podcast. I am your host, Sean Zock, and Tiger Woods is back. Sort of. The 14-time major winner announced today on his website that he'll be returning to the PGA Tour at the Safeway Open, which takes place October 13th through the 16th. He'll also be playing the Turkish Airlines Open in November and the Hero World Challenge at the Bahamas in December. That's three events in the 2016 calendar year, but nothing set in stone now for 2017. What does it mean right now? It means he has a calendar that is finally public. We know when he's planning to play. We never knew exactly what progression he was making through rehab. We just knew that he was rehabbing. Jeff Ritter is here to talk through the new Tiger news with me. Jeff, what does this do to change your mind? What are you thinking right now? Man, how great is this to be here on the emergency podcast? <laughs> Uh, just a just a normal Wednesday afternoon in the office, suddenly interrupted by uh, this bombshell. This is awesome. I mean, this is exciting. It's uh, you know whether you love Tiger Woods or hate Tiger Woods, it's exciting to have Tiger Woods playing golf. And uh, I think the news is fantastic. I can't wait to see uh, how he looks. I can't wait to see uh, how he plays. I'm just looking forward to the whole thing. I think it's going to be great, and uh, the, the first thing it does for me is it just adds this whole new level of buzz to the fall season that, yeah. uh, you know, it, I, think, I think we were kind of thinking the Ryder Cup was really going to mark the end of uh, the excitement for the golf season this year, but now we've got a whole new season to look forward to, and that's Tiger season. Yeah. 2016 is so far from over as a golf calendar year. Like, the silly season has now gotten infinitely sillier, I think, because Tiger Woods is going to be playing the Safeway Open which used to be the fries.com open. It's going to have Phil there, going to have Tiger there. It's an event that's actually, because of these guys that are playing it, it's, it's going to have a lot, of, uh, a, lot of big, a lot of big names, a lot of notoriety. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Yeah, it is. I wonder, I wonder uh, if you could have frozen the hotel rates online from yesterday, what they are now, what, what Napa. hotels in Napa just jumped to today. Uh, what are ticket sales doing today? I'd love to know that too. There's there's a unique, you know, golf, as we've talked about all year, golf is in a great place. Uh, many young stars have emerged without Tiger Woods, but golf with Tiger Woods can still uh, reach levels that it just can't uh, without him. And so this is, this is going to be fun. It is absolutely true, though, the fact that this whole year has been very exciting for many reasons, we, but we did not have Tiger Woods. We had Spieth at the Masters, which is for its own way, in its own way, very exciting. We had Dustin Johnson walking away with the U.S. Open amid some crazy USGA controversy. We had two 40-year-old men, 40-year-plus yeah. men, battling it out to the peak of their limit limitations and their abilities at, at Troon. And then we had the PGA Championship, which went down to the wire a couple weeks later with the Olympics. We had yeah. zero Tiger Woods, and now we finally do. Amazing golf. Amazing golf played at all four majors. The Olympics, I think we can all agree, was better than expected. It's strange in a way to think about it that we had this exciting season that I think we all could have looked back on uh, before this announcement from Tiger and said, yeah, it was a good year of golf. You know, all the majors kind of delivered in their own way. The Olympics was, was exceeded expectations. Golf's in a great place. But you inject Tiger Woods yeah. into the conversation. And, you know, to say nothing of where his golf game is and how he's able to perform, but he still has it in one aspect. And that's in terms of generating excitement about mm -hmm. the game of golf. He just, he is that transcendent star. And uh, we're seeing it once again today. I mean, uh, all of a sudden he's, he's hijacked the sports news cycle, not just from our group at golf.com, but no. 
it's it's all over the place, all over the news, all over sports. And, oh, yeah. uh, golf is and Tiger are the center of the conversation. I like how you use the word injection because that's exactly what I was thinking of. It's like just this it's a shot. Had, you had this like middling, uh, at least at this time of the year, we're, we're pretty much only talking about the Ryder Cup. And the Ryder Cup's still three yep. weeks away. Like golf looks at new things on the horizon. And now we have got Tiger Woods as an assistant captain at the Ryder Cup, but not very long after that. A matter of probably, I guess, after the last day of the Ryder of the Ryder Cup, we'll have 12 days before Tiger or 11 days before Tiger Woods tees it up in Napa. That's that's oh, crazy. I smell a countdown clock on Golf.com. We exactly. have to look into that. That's a good one. But Tiger, as you said, all over Sports Center already, all over the Golf Channel. Golf Channel with a pretty big pivot on what they were planning to cover today and what they were planning to, to show across the airwaves. The injection that we said we talked about though, it can unfortunately inject some crazy expectations. What I think we need to do, we need to remember who Tiger Woods was before surgery, before the year in which he played no majors. One very important person in the media. <laughs> I choose not to remember that Tiger. <laughs> it's it's unfortunate, but it's it's part of it. You know, Johnny Miller went on Golf Channel today. And he said that Tiger Woods could return and win six, could even win eight wow. PGA Tour events the rest of his career. You have to look back to what the guy, the same guy, Johnny Miller, said on Golf Channel in May. He said, Tiger, you need to lower your expectations. You can't come back and think you're going to win every event. And now Johnny, the fact that Tiger says he's coming back, Johnny's like, well, he can win six or eight times. Now we've got Tiger Woods back. I don't think it changes everything, but in the, in the eyes of a lot of people, it will. Far be it from me to criticize Johnny, who I love on NBC uh, and as one of the great characters of the game. But I do wonder if some of his enthusiasm for Tiger's future stems from the fact that Silverado happens to be his golf course where Tiger will be returning. And it doesn't hurt to hype him up a little bit more uh, because it directly affects Miller's own interest in this case. But, but, But the message is still worth debating, which is what do what do we expect from Tiger now? We've had enough of a break, obviously, where enthusiasm has been restored. And some of these images of Tiger uh, grabbing for his back on yeah. the golf course, chip yipping his way around, uh, just generally looking like uh, not even a professional golfer, just beyond recognition, really. That's where we left him. For, for most of last year, that's what we saw. There was a T10 at the Wyndham that I know we'll get into later. But for the most part, last year was just a total train wreck for Tiger. And so... Enough time has passed where that's forget that's, about it. It's kind of melted away. You know, you kind of think, all right, Tiger has taken enough time. I, it's not the first thing I think of anymore is chip yipping. Maybe he's over everything. Maybe the back is good, the short game's good, and we're gonna see a reboot. We're gonna see a true, you know, Michael Jordan come back with the Bulls, as opposed to Michael Jordan coming back with the Wizards. You know, coming back and still has something left in the tank. Uh, it's fair to wonder. I, I personally, I don't, I don't know how I feel at this point. I mean, it's, it's easy to forget the stuff we saw last year, but, um, as excited as I am about the news today, I still am very tempted as I think about it to kind of check the enthusiasm a little bit, at least as far as instant results. How do you feel? Do you have, do you have expectations at this point for Tiger in October? It's funny. I was just asked that question on an interview over the phone and basically I was asked, what what do you expect, and I or how do you handle the expectations for Tiger? And basically, I think you have to be incredibly patient with the guy. He's forty; he'll be forty-one in December. 
in late December, actually. So the guy is he's on a, a bit of a clock, and people just want success right now, and you just got to be patient with the guy. You have to see what he, how his first driver looks off the tee. Tiger's going to be naturally a little bit nervous when he hits that first tee shot yeah. in front of thousands of fans up in Napa. You got to see that first tee shot because the guy was very, very, very errant off the tee in the past couple years that he's been on tour. We, you know, we saw him go through the chip yeps, and that's, that's its own little beast uh, of like a golfer's struggles. But Tiger's been pretty errant and pretty poor off the tee for years to come. Yeah, and especially opening shots. Uh, last year at this time, I had this stat in my head, but it was something like he's he bogeyed like 15 out of 18 opening holes in majors. So some crazy stat about how poorly he'd been starting major championships. Uh, you point to nerves. I mean, he is human. And sure, you wonder how he's going to feel on that first tee at Silverado. I'm sure he'll be nervous, and I'm sure... You know, it's not just going to be broadcast on Golf Channel. This is good. This is the type of thing that Sports Center will cut away for. Uh, maybe even CNN cuts away for it if it's if nothing else is happening that day. You know, this is this is again, it's one of those uh, America loves a comeback story, and there's there really hasn't been an athlete in the history of sports that took a fall in quite the way that Tiger Woods did. And you could argue that no one's really fell from a higher perch to a lower perch, and so. I think there's a lot of momentum around uh, at least positive thoughts and, and coverage. And it feels like there's a lot of energy towards people saying, you know, I'd love to see him come back. You know, for a long time, he was, he was just a joke. He was a, he was a punchline on late night TV and in, you know, in the headlines after the scandal. And man, did he fall far. I mean, you never, you never would have thought even after the scandal that it, that it would ever get that his career would tailspin down with all the health problems and other things to where we are now. So, um, yeah, I, I just see this as the potential second act or the opening act of the comeback, and it's hard not to be excited about it. Yeah, that's that's one thing I wanted to get to, and I know you don't really see my notes, so that's kind of something we we're going to get to later on, but we can jump into it now. When, when I think about Tiger Woods, I think about how I viewed him throughout my life. I got to see his dominance when I was, like, young – and I didn't really start covering him until he was very old. And, and, and for, He's 40. For, yeah, I know. Okay, no, not very old. But in terms of being a professional uh, competitive golfer, he was aging. Uh-huh. Um, the Woods saga had not, has now like evolved into this thing where it's its own entity. Tiger is either going to continue kind of decaying, to use a pretty harsh term, and he's not going to ever get back to that level. And, and it will be viewed as the greatest fall, as you said, from dominance of sport, probably ever, across all sports. But the, the perpetual but with Tiger Woods, if he were to come back, win a tour event, contend at majors, if he were to do some amazing things, it could still become one of the greatest comebacks to dominance in yeah. all of sports. Yeah, It's going to be either of those two things. I don't think it sits in the middle. No, I, I think this probably, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other amazing comebacks. Like, um, I don't know, Mike Tyson gets knocked out or something. You know, Ali won the heavyweight championship three times uh, after getting, you know, getting yeah. knocked out. It's something, it's in the pantheon. I don't know. I don't even know where to rank it. I guess some of it would come from, does Tiger uh, come back and win a tour event? 
that, that would be different than coming back and winning a major. Mm -hmm. If he comes back and if he can win one more major, I know people will talk about his the pursuit of Jack Nicholas's record is on now. Just the fact that just off today's announcement, I think if he won one major, to me that's a complete comeback. Yeah, in today's so any, world of golf. Yeah, I, I think that would be the comeback story is written if he wins any Masters from now till the end of his career, any PGA Championship. And I think that would rank, I, I, don't, I just don't know. I'd have to sit down and, and look at some numbers and look at some other comebacks. But it certainly would be number one in golf. And mm -hmm. you just have to start talking about crossing it over among sports. It would be incredible. Yeah, I, it's just funny how the, the legend of Tiger Woods will forever live on. And basically what we talk about is Tiger Woods probably 16 years old through Tiger Woods 31, 32 years old. That's considered the legend. And at 41, 40, 45, 46, he can add to that, which is unlike any other golfer's history in their career. It's just, it's fascinating. And probably forever will be until he decides to hang up the golf spikes. Uh, in his announcement on the website, Woods said, quote, my rehabilitation is to the point where I'm comfortable making plans, but I still have work to do. Whether I can play depends on my continued progress and recovery. My hope is that my game is ready to go. This strikes me as a, a slight scapegoat. I'm not trying to be super skeptical of Tiger Woods, but he makes room saying continued progress. Yeah, there's, you know, there's some hedging going on in that. There's in like that five statement. weeks before the Safeway Open, which is hilarious because the PGA Tour season is, is still going right now, the 2016 season. But that's another. That's an aside. I think it's smart what Woods has done with his words here. He set out his plans, and he said, my continued progress. Basically, I think that helps people layer their expectations for him. I hope when he has an eventual press conference at the Ryder Cup, and before this event, I hope he speaks to that and speaks to the, the fans that want him to win the first event back. I, I, I just hope that that gets more run than just a simple line in his announcement. Tiger's always been, in some ways, a victim of his own expectations. You know, his, the very, his very first press conference as a professional uh, made the rounds online a couple weeks ago because we celebrated the anniversary of that. And uh, he was asked right away, well, what are your expectations this week here in Milwaukee? And he said, I'm here to win. I, I enter every tournament I enter, I try to win. So he set the bar for himself very early. And it's been a, a phrase he repeated countless times throughout his career. If he's in the field, he's in the field because he's trying to win. I think this statement is uh, sort of a foreshadowing or he's setting the stage to say, this is part of rehab. Yeah. And I don't I don't think I didn't see anything in there about winning. I don't think there would be any shame in Tiger taking the microphone and saying, "Look, I just want to play 72 holes healthy. I want to see where my game's at. I want to keep getting better uh, and let the chips fall." Yeah, he's reined in his attitude a little bit, which I think is a great thing. <laughs> I really just like yeah. as a guy, you being in the same shoes as as guys who cover golf appreciate what is on what happens on tour when tiger isn't around when he is around we we don't want his um his struggles or his lack of success to take away from what the tour is 95 percent of the time right right it's uh yeah it's it's gonna be i can't even the press conference is gonna be its own event you know there's yep. so much yep. so much around this what's he gonna say what clubs is he gonna play 
uh, you know, Nikes, is he going to play the old Nikes or will he have something else in, in the bag at that point? There's so much going on here um, that I can't wait. I can't wait to see all of it. And certainly how he sets our expectations, what are his own expectations for himself? Um, I would assume, knowing what we know of Tiger, that uh, it's all about getting ready for the Masters at this point and mm-hmm. get himself, you know, loosened up iron out the kinks, find out what the kinks are, maybe, you know, going into the new year and uh, just try to stay healthy. And, and there, there's no question it stung him missing the Masters this year. Stung missing all the majors, but the Masters were the first one, you know. Just, I, I think at that point, it, you know, it was the reality of, of what he was facing with his re- rehab. But it's it's on the road to Augusta now for him. Yeah. It's not in the press release today, but I think we know enough about Tiger to know that that's where this is heading. One of the other questions I was asked is, why now? Why this event? Why the Safeway? Uh, why, yeah. the, why the Turkish Open? Why his event, um, the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas? Now, Woods also said in his announcement, it was difficult missing tournaments that are important to me, a.k.a. the majors, but this time I was smart about my recovery. I did not rush it. I think that Tiger chose this event not only because he's been tied to all these events in the past, sometimes a little bit uh tighter than than others but he's I think he's kind of itching to play like he had to sit out all the events that are important to him the majors WGCs all that jazz he's going to get close enough to the game and the competitors at the Ryder Cup and he said that he's told Davis Love or Davis Love has said how much Tiger has been watching golf how much he's been like kind of invested in the PGA Tour yet yet not competing at all if I had to guess, I think Woods has been waiting to like play an event for a little bit of a while. I think he still has that competitive fire. You, you have to have it. If you're going to rehab your way all the way back from double back surgery, uh, you've still got to have something you know driving you forward. And Tiger's a competitor. I mean, I, I, that's a question I look forward to um, either asking him myself if I happen to be there in Napa or at least hearing him answer is is what's motivated you to get to this point. What what motivated you to come all the way back? My hunch would be it would be something about the competition, love for the game, and love for uh, being in the fire and being in those moments where where the pressure's on. I think I think he's one of those guys that just lives for that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you know the, the the fire that burns within Woods. I think is what's fueled this, and uh, I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic that it'll produce an interesting, if not winning, at least an interesting and and the type of second act that's worthy of his career. You know, to go yeah. out on his own terms instead of just kind of withering away with injury. At the very least, come back and and take a victory lap and and look good doing it. That's that's what I would like to see. Yeah, we've seen that happen as far as the victory lap goes with a number of athletes nowadays. Kobe Bryant had his. David Ortiz is going through his own right now. Derek Jeter right. had his. These are the, some of the best athletes of their generation in their respective sports. And if, if we are going to allow Tiger to descend into um, to being a retired golfer, I think the golf world would love to see Tiger give it one last try and give it one last go round and actually be successful. I'm trying to think what would, what would be like the golf version of like the David Ortiz send off. Do they have like Ugh. red polo day at the, at the tiger hero challenge or something like that? <laughs> what, would, what would it even look like? Oh, just trying to imagine every golfer on the course wearing red. That would be hilarious. You know, I don't know because uh, tigers won a lot of events. 
he's just about every event that he, you know, he's got his slate of events, the Memorial, the WGCs, the majors, right. Arnie's event. He's won all of them at some point or another. So you would think that these events would do some type, you know, I would imagine that would be it. Some type of revert to when Tiger won here for some of those events, it's like six or seven, eight times. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It's, the other thing too about golf retirements is you can say you can retire, but you don't really retire. Nope. I mean, you can come back anytime. You can play the Champions Tour. You can. It's not like you really go away like you do in baseball or other sports. So, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe red shirt day isn't what we're ultimately looking at here. But either way, uh, that should be a long way off. You know, Tiger's forty years old. He's the same age as Henrik Stenson, who played the yeah. best golf of his life yep. uh, at the Open. He's five and a half years younger than Phil Mickelson who was right there with Henrik Stenson, of course, at the Open. There could be, there could be a lot of good golf left in Tiger. And that's what makes this so today so exciting is that uh, you just you just wonder about what's ahead. Enough, enough time has passed from all the bad, the bad moments of 2015, and you just wonder if maybe this is the start of that, that next act. The, everything that breeds optimism in, in regards to Tiger Woods it's so much. Um, it's so much lighter. It's so much. Um, gets so much more run, I would yeah. say, than things that should rightfully probably take away optimism. Things like three back surgeries, things like the chip yips, and those kind of things just don't. They don't get appreciated enough in the wrong ways by the populace of golf than the the the, the great things about Tiger coming back and Tiger with a T10 at the Wyndham and. You gotta, it's it's up yeah. to us, I guess, to contextualize these things for people. What do you think is the bigger hurdle for Tiger? Do you think it's physical or do you think it's mental as he makes this this second comeback? I'll say the third hurdle is probably new equipment, but I would put yeah. that a very distant third. I think it's the two. What do you what do you think would be the bigger issue? If you asked me four years ago or in twenty thirteen, you I would have easily said physical. The guy seems in mental, in great shape. He's able to win five tournaments a year, some huge events, events he's won in the past. But I think, I, I would say right now, I would say it is mental because yeah. it's been a while. His body is breaking down. When your body breaks down and your mind continues to think that you can do it, at some point, that's going to crumble. It, has, it, it seemingly has to. Sports psychologists would tell you at some point that the body can no longer go further. The mind is all you're leaning upon. And the mind can only be so strong when your body is crumbling. I feel like you just there's a T-shirt slogan in there somewhere that was very well said. That was a good answer. I'm 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 <laughs> torn because I I think the way Tiger thinks is if he's injured, he always talks about how the injuries are holding him back. And I think if if Tiger doesn't get healthy enough to believe that he can practice as much as he needs to practice, however many hours that is, but if he starts to feel like he's he can't go 100% in practice. Then he knows he, he's mentally in a, in a more kind of frail state to begin with because he knows his preparation isn't what it normally what he would have wanted, whatever that is. But there's something about that those clips, those chip yips, man. Yep. Those are that's a that's a scary thing. That's a so I would I would kind of go with you and say it's the mental game first. Obviously, if his body breaks down again, if if there's another back injury, this is this is all moot point, but the mental hurdles that he'll have to overcome. You know, he had those chip yips early 2015, took some time off before the Masters, and we uh, <laughs> kind of waited uh, with their, you know, teeth clenched, wondering what was going to happen the first time he had to 
chip a ball or pitch a ball from a, one of Augusta's tight lies, but he handled it that week. Yep. But it didn't mean that he was cured. You know, those, those chipping problems surfaced off and on the rest of the year, uh, even right through the Wyndham, mm-hmm. where he had the lead through 36 holes. He did skull a couple. And, you know, if everybody points to that 10th place finish as a sign of optimism that he was close to winning, he was not close to winning no. the Wyndham. Uh, so, yeah, I think where we left off with Tiger, uh, all of last year, there was very little to feel good about. And, and the best thing you can say for him is that it looks like he took, he certainly took a significant chunk of time. Hopefully it's enough time. Hopefully at the very least he can come back unrestricted as far as practice goes and take a full swing at it whenever he needs to. But the mental hurdles, yeah, uh, I think think that's the big one for, the, for this second act. The PGA Tour is not getting any easier. You know, no. that's that's another thing is like Tiger's dominance is so far gone in our respective memories that that's, a, that's, that's also another time in which the PGA Tour wasn't quite as competitive. And I'm not saying it wasn't competitive, but it, you, look at, you look at the top 10 golfers in the world, you look at what Rory can do when he plays his best golf, Jason Day is almost like become this Tiger Woods prodigy of sorts, where he, he talks to Tiger a lot and is playing at times like Tiger did. Right. You've got Phil being an amazing 46-year-old golfer, Spieth, the golden child, who, who in terms of age has done many Tiger Woods-esque things. And you've got a guy named Dustin Johnson, arguably the greatest talent out there. Yeah. Like it, it, the PGA Tour is not getting any easier for Tiger Woods to come back to. But as the last thing we'll cover today – proverbial gun to your head <laughs> does tiger woods p- win a pga tour event the rest of his life i say no you say no i say no i have to say the no. the rest of his life i have to say no jeff the rest of his life is <laughs> a champions tour event a pga tour event no he's not, i can't see him i i'm gonna say yes okay i think he's gonna win a pga tour event in his life i want to i want to even say a major because gosh i would love to just I'd love to write that story. I'd love to be there. Oh, my God. You'd love to podcast I'd with love me afterwards. That's just something I would just love to be a fly on the wall for or, you know, spectator, media, whatever. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Um, to get to that point, you still have to win a tournament. And I do think that's an achievable goal for him. So okay. health permitting. I think he's gonna win. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna put a date on it. Since you gave me lifetime, I'm yeah. gonna take. I'm gonna take all of that. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that yes, he wins again. I like it. Well, that'll probably be something we we talk about or I text you about in like 12 years from now when it's finally <laughs> said and done. Forever's a long time. Yeah. Uh, we can leave it at that. Thank you, Jeff, for jumping on the emergency podcast this Wednesday afternoon. We'll have another podcast coming later this week, so hold on tight. The next time we'll see Tiger Woods on a golf course. He won't be swinging any clubs. So do me a favor. Enjoy Tiger as a Ryder Cup captain. Vice captain, I should say. That will be fun in its own way. Until next time, I'm your host, Sean Zahn.